Hello. Thank you so much for listening to Gourmet Garbage. Before we get to the episode, I've got a huge favour to ask you. If you love what we're doing and you think we deserve it, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. It's super helpful for us and it's nice to know that you like what we're doing. Thanks so much for listening and here's Gourmet Garbage. I'm Josh. And I'm Ellie. And this week on Gourmet Garbage, we're not cooking. No, we're just chatting. Bonus episode. (laughs) Gourmet. Garbage. So I think this is the first, no, this is the first episode where we've actually eaten a massive meal before we've recorded. Yeah, we decided to just do a casual bonus episode Mm -hmm. and we made a ton of uh, tapas just for fun. Like too too many tapas. All the tapas. All of the tapas. And we just wanted to do a little bit of a bonus, just casual chats. So we were going to release this earlier in the week, but I got terrible job news. I thought that my career was going to take off and I would be a whole new woman and working in film. But um, yeah, it fell through because of COVID, which happens. And I said to Josh, I just don't feel like recording right yeah. now. Which... And, I, and I had to go home and mop my flat. So it just didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, we get to make a good podcast. You need continuity and this will not happen again. I think, well, you know, it's happened twice now, but we, we're, we're adjusting. Things are kind of unprecedented right now. We're in a pandemic. Um, but I genuinely did not have what it took to be charming. Neither of us did. To Neither be of fair. us did. It was, so just, like, it was just that kind of week. Yeah. So this is a little bit of a later episode, but you will be getting um, your scheduled Wednesday episode as well. Yes. Notwithstanding any further disasters. I don't know how much more my heart can take. <laughs> but also, we have a special guest with us today. And that's why it's so echoey, because we have to be in a larger room. Yeah. (laughs) Just the three of us can't fit in a smaller room. But um, we have my childhood friend, Celia, with us today. Hi, everyone. Hi, Celia. Hello. Celia and I went to school together. She is from Madrid, and we thought it would be fun to do a tapas night. Mm. And then we thought, why don't you just join us on the podcast and be our guest speaker yeah. on our bonus episode? I'm completely honored. Thank you so much. So yeah, bitch. C- Celia is <laughs> from the family from which our Samorejo recipe came from. Yes. <laughs> my family, half of my family is Southern and the other half is Northern. So there you go. Oof. What kind of conflict does that create? Uh, civil War. <laughs> <laughs> but we just had, so we had paella. Mm-hmm. We had a we cheap, did. speedy version of paella. We did, and it, it went, was delicious. Though. Yeah, it went really well. The outcome was good, but the means to the end wasn't. We don't I mean, talk about that. No, no. There, should we just should we explain what happened with the paella? Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't feel that embarrassed about it because it was never it was never an original recipe to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it did go kind of you know just not right, and when you know fish and chorizo were involved. So oh yeah. Yeah, that's not right. And I, I'm very anti that. I'm not pro Jamie Oliver lynching. Yeah, so Jamie I'm, Oliver did this um, recipe was, for paella where he mixed, um, what was it, like chicken and chorizo, and yeah. then the people of Spain went for him. Yeah. yeah, they wanted to, I think, kill his family, and it was awful and very kind of over the top. And I remember but... you telling me this, and then here we are today, and we were like, 
okay, this is a little bit bland. And you said, let's just throw chorizo in it. Yeah. My... And I looked at you like an alien took over your body. Oh, no. I just, I... I feel like if you're wanting to kill someone over cured meat, like maybe, <laughs> maybe look at the rest of your life first. Yes, I agree. I, I always thought it was over the top, but at the same time, I just channeled my, you know, inner Jamie Oliver and it was, it was right. And it tasted good, didn't it? It was, was, it was it actually was a delish. Bang paella, it was good. To be fair, yeah. it was very good. What else do we have? So on the side of the paella, we had padron peppers. Mm-hmm. What else do we have? See, it sounds better when you do it in your accent. Sure. We had tortilla. We had, or in my accent, tortilla. <laughs> tortilla. We had. What else do we have? We had um, patatas bravas. We had. Yeah, padron. Love brave potatoes. Brave potatoes. Yeah. With aioli. <laughs> <laughs> Store-bought, but very good. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good toughest night. We've planned it for a while. We're Mm -hmm. probably about to go into a second lockdown, so we thought we'd squeeze this in. Absolutely. And we had some Rosalia playing. I was, you know, trying to show them some Spanish music, and (laughs) someone here described it as a fever dream. I'm not going to say who. It wasn't me. (laughs) It was very offensive and insensitive and, (laughs) you know. It did. It was that kind of music that would be like in fucking train spotting. It was like weird looking. I mean, I just think you're going to have trouble at the border next time we try and go to Spain. Yeah, I wouldn't advertise it if you're going back to Spain. We're all going to have trouble at every border for the rest of our lives. Oh, that's another top. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. But yeah, so Celia, you're from Madrid, but you have an American accent. Yeah. Just like me, which makes no sense. Yeah, we're both kind of mini mongrels, aren't we? Yeah. Well, okay. you you had some time in DC. To me, you sound like someone that went to international schools all your life, which oh, is that's depressing. Just some I don't kind think of so. generic, you know. No, no, no. But it, that's like a kind of a very. Um, it's sort of just like a very gentle American accent, but then you can speak fluent Spanish, obviously. So it's kind of like, ooh, surprise. Yeah, it's there's a bit of a, you know, element of surprise. But, um, oh, we've just got Ellie's little chihuahua. He's completely passed out Snoring. and Josh is, is putting a microphone in his face. But yeah, so it's it's a mix of, of the States and, I, I don't know, hopefully not some Spanish in it because I I, I can say it because I'm from there. I don't think it's I a very good accent. Spanish accents. <sighs> to be fair, Cecilia has a twin sister, Maria, mm-hmm. and when they talk to each other in Spanish, it always sounds like they're fighting, but they're not. That's no. That's just sort of how... Full of love. Yeah, full of love. Yeah. Mixed with the sounds of It's venom. Spanglish. And some screaming, and but it's not. It's Wasn't all... Spanglish a terrible film? Oh my god, it was Adam Sandler, wasn't it? it oh, was that was really bad. Horrific. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It Did was you see uncut gems. No. Oh, what's that? Um, the new Adam Sandler movie. No, I think I. Do you know the shame is because he's. He, I think he's hilarious, but his movies are awful. <laughs> and I don't no, know how I he does lo- it. I, the only one I really I loved Billy Madison. Billy Madison is hundred percent. Did you I see think, Billy Madison? I think his early ones, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, great films. He's not making films anymore. He's just taking Netflix money to take his pals overseas to oh, to, to, to have fun. Tell us and how you really good feel. on him. No, I. What's his plan? No, I'm I'm in awe of him. He's managed to get himself to. A point where he can just make whatever he wants, get the budget for it, have a nice time, and people still watch it. They do watch it though, because yeah. they're bad, but well, people watch it. I love anything with Chris Farley. I love his early 90s movies that have little snippets of Chris Farley in it just to warm the cockles of my heart. But Aww. I really hated Uncut Gems. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it's it. It's misery porn, just like Joker. 
Ah. There to make you unhappy. I mean, I thought Adam Sandler's worst was "Don't Mess with the Zohan." Oh, that was yeah. <laughs> Is that the hairdresser that, one? Yeah. <laughs> Did we try to watch four. that together? I think so. I think Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey are on very interesting paths. Ooh, very different paths. Jim Carrey's path involves. He's in the middle of an enlightenment. So much beard. Is Jim Carrey <laughs> as beard he, is unreal? He's not. In, he's not a cult, is he? He's just kind not of not that wanted, we know. Well, watch yeah, this not space. <laughs> Yeah. No, I think Jim Carrey is in the middle of a very... It's like an overly spiritual... It's an enlightenment. You know, there's been like very mixed stories about him. But if you saw his documentary, which I so recommend... Oh God, what's it called? Not I Man found on it the very moon. strange. I oh, we watched it, it together. The yeah. Andy Kaufman movie he made, Man on the Moon in the 90s. Mm. They made a documentary about it. Oh, what's it called? What's that other REM song? Okay, it's called um, Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? yeah, I have seen that. You have? Yeah, when years ago. So his um, method of acting, he just yeah. becomes Andy Kaufman. Yeah. 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 Very bizarre. Weird. Very weird. It is weird, like these 90s um, heroes of, you know, the MTV generation yes. slowly evolving into these weird mythic creatures finding, that we wouldn't know about from our, I mean, not really. With, not unless, yeah. I, I feel like uh, Jim Carrey and David Letterman are becoming the same person. <laughs> yeah, they're beards. Maybe. They, just, they, they look more and more the same by <laughs> yeah. the day. I've kind of lost a I, little bit of respect for David Letterman on really? how pandering he is to his guests. On um, oh yes, actually, yeah, I just don't buy it. On no, yeah, did you have you seen it? That um, my next guest needs no introduction. Yeah, his yeah, show. I have. Because I loved him on um, The Late Show. I thought he was one of the... He's good. It's this weird thing is our generation introduced like a whole new thing about optimism. Yeah. That they're, you know, we have like fucking Jimmy Fallon and stuff now that are all about optimism was the generation before and the boomers, all of their late night talk show hosts, they all thrived on pessimism and kind of shaming audience members. basically. Yeah. And it's evolved because our generation needs as much positivity as possible. So it's interesting yeah, watching these older hosts try and evolve into that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's with David Letterman, I've I've found that it's um they're not very deep interviews because of that. He, yeah. He's taking he's taking his guest side completely and that doesn't make for a good interview. No. But doesn't Jimmy Fallon do the same thing? I I just think he's oh, like yeah, on I, steroids like it's just I think it's, it's too more much. likely a lot of yeah. It could be that, or it could just be the your standard NBC Midwestern audience loves that. I it's don't just know. very. It depends on the audience. It's a bit cheesy, isn't it? And a bit like yeah. I, I used to love Jimmy oh. Fallon, but now I'm like, oh, you laugh too much. You laugh and you slap in your desk. You don't let your guests finish. No. I don't know. The whole talk show thing is kind of the uh, well. The time has passed. I think fucking Ellen. Well, talk God shows damn. haven't evolved, but until, with the exception of until last year, Conan completely changed his talk show, and it's like something that we would. That, what did he like, do? The, the, the concept is so oh, much better now. I love Conan now. Yeah. Really? What? What's so different about in, it? So instead of being an hour, he cut it down to half an hour. There's no desk. He's just standing up when he's interviewing someone. They're sitting around casual. It's a, just a much more casual half okay. hour. It's casual. He's actually funny. Also, I know this shouldn't matter, but in this day and age, it does matter that he. There are stories of him just being a lovely person behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. Okay. Which you know how it's that quite rare is. Well, it? that didn't used to matter. It used to be like, oh, apparently they're a dick, but yeah. their stuff is funny now it's like that with cancel culture 
yeah. really do care. Like with Alan, sorry, I know I just, yeah. I, I tried well, to Well, yeah, and especially because we, we, we've we both come up through uh, shit jobs in media. We know how <laughs> shitty it is when, when you're being treated like that. Oh, yeah, I was a runner for years. You remember, remember. my honor year? Oh, my God. So I've known Celia since we were 11. So yeah. she's known Some me all stories. through the beginnings of my career in film. Being a runner sucked. I can imagine having Ellen as my boss. Yeah. The stories are bonkers yeah. of how cruel she is. Like yeah. I have my my cousin who works uh well she grew up in LA. She's told me that in LA, when you move to LA, you are told the traffic is abysmal and Ellen is a monster. That's like the two That's things. the welcome to LA. That's oh, the welcome to LA. LA. <laughs> yeah. Traffic is awful Ellen is a monster yeah that's sort of your welcome to LA so I don't know it is kind of and what what I like about the stories that Conan is fucking lovely behind the scenes is it goes completely against the character that he portrays on his show when he does his behind the scenes things (laughs) he plays an absolute fucking monster (laughs) and I love it and clearly all the staff around him love it as well because he's actually really really fucking nice yeah yeah but then yeah but Ellen's awful apparently James Corden is really awful as well is he does that surprise anyone though no but he seems so jolly what? They all do. Yes. They all seem jolly. Oh, he, but the his stories. Jolly seems <gasps> fake. See, I'm going to send you an art. Oh my god, really? the stories so bad. He's apparently so mean. It sucks. Aww. Well, we've gone completely. I didn't into- expect us to be talking about US late night. <laughs> said we're gonna do an unstructured kind of chat completely let's have a little bit of chat about what's going on with us all of us how our lockdowns been i want to hear from you see how lockdown's been for you you know you've had kind of a different experience from us Mm -hmm. you know your family's in you know in spain and in trinidad as well geez didn't know that part yeah trinidad yeah my dad's in trinidad wow so why don't you tell us, do you want to tell us a little bit about like kind of how lockdown's been for you? You had kind of, you know, crazy thing with work and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel awful saying this. Oh, I just, I really do. But Fuck say it. it. I, I've loved lockdown. You sensitive whore. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've, I loved it because what? I have, I'm, yeah, I'm really sorry. Um, yeah, I so just before lockdown, I I was commuting to Orpington, so that was three hours a day. Um, I was spending a lot of money, obviously getting there and back, and just really miserable, really, and didn't have any time to yeah move around. You know, I felt like one of those caged chickens, just awful. And uh, yeah. suddenly lockdown happened. Obviously horrible. It was really you know I didn't need to tell anyone, but it was scary. It was yeah. what's going on. But I just come back from carnival in Trinidad, and suddenly I'm being told I don't. I don't have to go into the office, so I don't have to commute. I've saved three hours in my day. You don't have to commute to Kent. Yeah, I don't have to commute to Kent. I'm saving £100 a week and more. And uh, and then I suddenly got a new job in the midst of it. Yeah. So that you, paid kind a lot of, better. you kind of blossomed. Yeah, which is, a, it just feels, it feels horrible to say, but I've well, really no, a did. a lot of people have had time to like, you know, be really introspective and like, you know, change their lives during this. It's a type of hiatus yeah. that you'll never get again in your life. No. And Fuck, it, start a lockdown, we were Single. Oh well, God, exactly. Yeah, single. I was skinny at the start of lockdown. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but you know, because every everyone I know, like they're saying, oh, you know, I've, I've gained some pounds, whatever. But because suddenly you just have for me I just had time and I lived in Clapham and I was next to these big parks I never got to see With them the worst landlord ever yeah horrible horrible oh my god I can't believe I'm talking about, about can we <laughs> yeah sure yeah, oh my it. god yeah oh fucking god, you, don't, you don't have to babe Seriously. his name's I know I'm not gonna give him the second name 
is a very anal man who just won't let anything slide. Right. Like of all the of all of the awful <sighs> landlord stories I've ever heard, anything I've seen on Reddit, what you went through with this guy. It's still going on because we need to get our deposit back. Oh, for fuck's he sake. He still yeah. hasn't given yeah. it back? No, no, no. He Was well, your deposit protected? Yes, it is. It is. So we so are considering get it back going. Automatically to... soon anyway. Yeah, yeah, so we're going to go it. through, like, yeah. you know, deposit protection scheme and yeah. stuff. For but... fuck's sake, this guy just has such a boner for you guys he, he does literally was can't get showing enough. up at their flat all the time four times he literally election. got <laughs> into your bed to test the mattress he did yeah he was i told him i was sick you and were was so casual about this was when so you chill told about us. it. i was so mad i was shaking at some of these stories <laughs> like you were having a zoom kind of baby shower i did like your friend okay sorry i know you I, I can't even i'm so mad and i feel like you're gonna be too casual telling this story so i have to just say it <laughs> Your friend was having her baby shower. You were on Zoom and this fucking landlord was in your living room. Yeah. Like just walked in and you were like, oh, excuse me. I'm just in the middle of a baby shower. And he was like, oh, it's fine. I'll just be quiet. Like yeah. taking notes. He thought my suggestion was, oh, no, it's fine. Just as long as you're quiet and you do your paperwork in the in the corner. I was like, no, I have a I have an event. <laughs> And he off. just, he, yeah, no, he didn't. This guy just sounded like a nightmare. Just always. every time I kind of call you, just be like, well, I have a coming over in a bit. It's like this landlord obviously lived under your house. He did. Yeah. Like a badger. <laughs> he was just, <laughs> he just, he had, just some like had a weird, like, like a, like a rat's den of like bits of <laughs> your clothing that he managed to steal oh. and like bits of your hair and discarded <laughs> nails say, did, and did tampons. Well, there, you know what? We had a loft that we didn't know about, and it was just towards the end. I mean, it all made sense. He suddenly Full like of the panties of previous tenants. <laughs> he used to call them arrogant tenants. So you know, we're just kind of oh assuming that that's where all of their you know oh my God. stuff was. Yeah, the vestiges of Jesus. who they once were. And what was it he said to you guys? Uh, that well, you he, guys didn't tell him you were leaving, that you were moving out. No, no, and he knew. He somehow knew. Yeah, he knew. I swear he. Had we that have place a theory. Bugged. Yeah, I think he had it bugged. We we think it. He's either bugged the place or he hired a PI because he knew what that we were moving fuck? out before we told anyone. Why the fuck would he hire a PI? You're like I don't four, think it's the PI. Like four young girls in your <laughs> late 20s. You're just working professionals and he's so he was so involved in your lives he to was. an extent that's just unheard of. It's just yeah. Please, just go to your offshore island. <laughs> go to the Cayman Islands. Yeah, and just, literally just yeah. take a breather. So if any if yeah. anyone listening has just started a uh, tendency Clapham <laughs> with a Check your contract. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. There should Get be. Out. Is there some kind of website where you can know. say don't move is. into this property? Because I think there is, but a lot of people don't use it. What's it called? I have no idea, but I have seen something like, like that a, before. Basically a, a website where you can. It's like a trip advisor for landlords. Yeah, we a trip advisor for yeah, landlords saying, yeah. I had a problem with this person. I, I mean, that I, would be so useful. Yeah. Do you know what we had? I don't know if I've told you this, but we had a window cleaner. Oh God, I'm trying to. Um, no, I don't want to do a shout out. I don't know his company. <laughs> it's a bit weird, isn't shout it? Out, shout out to shout Window out Cleaners, to window Papa. Find um, him on Groupon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not very glamorous, but he he's he's lovely. And um, I kept my landlord, you know, 
kept passing around specifications about how the windows needed to be done or not oh done. Sorry, and, it just makes me so well, were these How deep were the specifications? Was it like down oh, to which detergent to use? No, it was the kind of technology that was being used to wipe. Window cleaning technology. No, no. So he was like, it can't be the, it can't be the pipe that, that delivers the water. It has to be the Victorian system, whatever. What? Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. So, so this guy then. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this. So this poor guy messaged me and said, I know of someone who's given a landlord who's given me a lot of problems on your road. Um, and I'm actually worried to do this job for you because I, you know, this kept, the, I, I had a dispute going on for months and he wouldn't pay me. Oh my God. He's like I'm, Donald Trump. Yeah. Clap him. I think he knows. Yeah. <laughs> Tying people up. Yeah, oh my God. I think this guy had encountered him before, and I, you know, kind of glossed over it. But I reassured him and everything. But it sounded like him. Which I, is, but you're out now. You're safe. Well, not until I get my deposit, I suppose. But you're but, out of the house where yeah. he's like literally been sleeping under yeah. your yeah, bed. Yeah, yeah, oh marking his territory. Everything. Yeah, literally, every time you leave for work, he just pees a little on you. <laughs> <laughs> just testing the mattress. Yeah. I asked him once. What? I'm testing the mattress. <laughs> oh my god! Every time. No, I. Ugh. We asked him once for a ladder because he always carries like a portable ladder on him. What? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. Jesus to go up to the loft. So he can fix up his bug was microphone. The, let me guess. Was the ladder? <laughs> was the ladder engraved? <laughs> With, with your most, name? Most probably. I never checked. But I asked him if I could borrow it because we didn't have a ladder. And he, he just said, nope, you can do that yourself. And that was it. My God. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah. This man I've never met makes Kind, me so warm mad. heart. I want to... I just wanted I wanted to meet him before you moved out so I could just get a look at him. Oh, you wouldn't. He's just I already know what he looks like. He looks like the type of guy that shoots partridges. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and wears like gilets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, flat caps and like Many ta- like tartan flat caps <laughs> and like those really high boots that are way too high for men. Yeah. He buys most of his trousers at the M&S Boxing Day. So. And they're old corduroy. Sure. Yeah. Old corduroy trousers. So you're thriving in lockdown. You've got a new job, yeah. new flat. You're opposite the most gorgeous Heath. Yep. Everything's good for you. Yeah. It is. And Josh and I are doing well as well. Things are kind of kicking off for us too. New flat. Yeah, we're moving in together. <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, let's just announce it. Yeah. Fuck it. We're moving in together. Yeah. We found <laughs> Ollie. The producer's on my lap. Oh, Oliver. Yeah, we're moving in together. It's very exciting. Yeah. We're going to, um, probably this is our last episode because we're going to fight loads. Um, no, that separate beds till we get married, though. Yeah. There's, it's a two bedroom, isn't it? It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're going to be on bunks. <laughs> <laughs> I already called bottom bunk. I don't trust walking down those ladder steps in the middle of the night to pee. Where I'm Whereas I find rolling off the top bunk onto the floor is very invigorating in the yeah. morning. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, things are good. So we got we we we've got a new flat. Um, yeah, we're moving in like soonish yeah. before Christmas. We'll be living together. We'll be new studio. You know, yeah, well, we'll I be mean, recording in a technically because we're going to be working from home for the foreseeable future. We're mm. like, fuck it, let's splurge new. You know, two beds. So yeah. the second room is going to be an office so we'll have technically a recording studio yeah and yeah. a very soundproof apartment yeah so it's going to be sound quality is just going to be blissful. through the roof 
lot better than you're hearing now in this very echoey lounge. Yeah, we're in my parents' living room. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I imagine in, it being echoey. When they, uh, it's going to sound echoey when really? you listen back. Basically, when the Victorians built this, they didn't give any thought to They weren't thinking of sound acoustics. Recording. No, they weren't. I don't even think a microphone was invented when this house How was built. How doth they podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've had a, I think we've had a pretty good week as well. Um, yeah, how are we going to say this? Because you need to tell your mom this before Oh, well, fuck you... it. So on Monday, we went down to Brighton and I got my first tattoo. Eek. It's yeah. cool. He got tatted up. I got inked. I was like, I ain't moving in with you till you get some ink. <laughs> and Elle is really worried that my parents will think that it's her that um, corrupted me. Because I have a tattoo. This has nothing to do with me. I was going to get this at the beginning of the year before I knew Elle, just to put it out there on the record. Okay, so what stopped you? COVID. Ah, <laughs> literally got That'll COVID. do it, yeah. But Josh's parents, if you're listening, I, this has nothing to do with me. He wanted to do this. I was like, I'll come with you. This is, I, I, I don't want you to think I'm corrupting your son. I'm merely. Although, in fairness, my my therapist did say, "Well, I hope Al has at least corrupted you a little bit." Oh, okay. (laughs) Sounds dirty. Yeah. (laughs) Well, while while Josh is getting well, while Josh's first tattoo is healing, I'm getting my angsty back tattoo removed. Why did you? Well, I haven't actually had my first session yet. It's next week. Oh, okay. So when I was 16, I went to Mobaya, which. I was there for. <laughs> I was my like bit for it was our first like trip away. We were sixteen, except we went with your parents. Yeah, Michael so, Jackson had just died. Yeah, I remember that Ooh, it was literally two thousand nine. Okay, yeah, two thousand nine. We yeah. traveled the day after Michael Jackson died. So yeah. every morning in this I that gorgeous, day. yeah, I was in economics in this gorgeous hotel. I remember the name. It was the Gramalia Don Pepe. Oh my god! I yeah, I have no idea why I remember <laughs> that name because the name was so charming. And I remember we were in Marbella. We were like with your parents. But we were like, oh my god, we're so cool. And we were in the south of Spain. And then we were we were walking around. I saw a tattoo parlor. I was like, let's do it. Such a daredevil, you know, <laughs> telling my parents, can you guys send me some more money for <laughs> food or whatever? And they lit oh so bad. I got Aww. the angstiest teen tattoo on my back. It is so cringy. I do regret it. Oh. And you know what? Actually, no, I don't regret it because I thought it was so cool at the time. But it's like a lame, like lyrics tattoo <laughs> what, on my back. What was it again? Oh my god, it's lyrics from the song Be Safe by the Cribs. No and idea. I was I Which was Which I heard for the first time last week and yeah, quite angsty. Yeah, so angsty. Aww. I was sixteen. I'd never had anything bad happen to me. I was like, I'm so deep. I got this chat on my back. No one's gonna mess with me. Um anyway, I'm getting it removed. <laughs> yeah. So why? Why are you getting it removed? Because I don't want it on my back anymore. Okay. It's so just, painful though, isn't it, to get it removed? Way more yeah. painful than getting it. Yeah. Which I can say, getting it. Fine. It's apparently massively painful. I had a little test zap to see how my skin would respond. Oh shit, it hurt. And you still want to go ahead with it? Yeah, I just want it off. Like I can deal. I'll just, you know, I'll take... I'll take paracetamol beforehand. I'll have it numbing is, cream. Yeah, numbing cream you can put on. And yeah, I'll just, you know, yeah. let's, let's get it off. Now I know get what real pain and suffering is. This <laughs> tattoo is numbing. Ironic, huh? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like, you know, when you're a teenager and you wanted to kind of have a tough time. So that, yeah. you know, you yeah, could be I, like, if that's I'd something to talk about. ideas I had at 16, I'd, I'd be in a, I would not be in a good place right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, I rebelled against my parents too much. Um, well, in fairness, I think this tattoo I got on Monday is probably still a rebellion against my parents to a point yes should we talk about what i got 
Yeah, yeah. as a 29 year old rebelling a- <laughs> against your parents. Wait, is it going to be a bit heavy talking about it? Okay, no, that's I think fine. it's going to be all right. So, yeah, it's basically, um, uh, it's now nine and a half years since it happened the Christchurch earthquake in New Zealand, which I was caught up in the middle of. And for years, I've thought I actually, I've, look, I wanted a tattoo for a long time since I was about 16. Um, and for a few years now, I thought I want something to do with this. So, it's literally just the seismograph of the main shake that just completely fucked the city. And it's, I mean, it's it's like something personal to you. I mean, yeah. you knew people in that earthquake, yeah. and you know, it's something that affected you. So it's not like it's angsty, no. like what I did. It's something that actually affected. It does. You. It does mean a lot. But then also on a purely um, pure vanity level, I think it looks fucking awesome. It's it does look probably cool. the most beautiful tattoo I've seen. Like the line work is so neat. Shout out to Cat at Velvet Tattoos in Brighton. Seriously. Yeah, Velvet She's... Tattoo Tattoos. Yeah. Velvet Tattoos in Brighton. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's yeah. it's the neatest, most gorgeously done tattoo I've seen in a long time. I was, I mean, sorry, mum. Yeah, <laughs> tattoos are interesting. I asked the tattoo removal lady like what the worst she'd seen was, and she said that she saw a barrister have like property of Ella removed from his Ooh. pubis bone. Oh, I love the thought of a barrister having that. Oh, I asked her if she'd seen any Twilight tattoos getting removed because <laughs> that's like one of my favorite things to look up at Google. But she hasn't seen any yet. Yet. Yeah. Yes. Yet. Yeah. I wonder if I would have got a Twilight tattoo. You would have. I bet I would. You were close. I was. Yeah. So you were close. I had a full fourteen-year-old <laughs> Twilight phase. I you wanted... got me into it. I remember I know. like not oh, man, sleeping I... through one night because I was reading one of the you know many I'm many sorry. books. I'm okay. So sorry. I was, you loved it. Okay, let's still not, does. Let, let's let's <laughs> let's like, loves plural. Let's take it down a sec. No, no, I don't. I just one of my favorite. Oh my god. So I mean, I'm if anyone's heard of last podcast on the left, um, page seven, which is kind of like one of the other uh, podcasts on that network. Network. One of the comedians from it, Jackie Zabrowski, is reading out um, the entire first Twilight book on her Patreon page. It is the funniest shit because she's like a 30 plus year old woman reading out Twilight. It's like the funniest oh shit. It's so good. I was listening to it on the train to Brighton just screaming. <laughs> oh my God, the misogyny. Oh, the creepiness. It is so- Was the misogyny? Oh, I, did, I, oh, I, I didn't even, pick yeah, up on We it. can't even go into it, but it is so funny listening back. Mm. I cannot believe how bad it is and how much I was- Yeah, I- I love it though. I loved it. And- I'm going to send you this. I'm going to send you this audio, but it is hysterical. Oh my God. She does the best voices as well like the dad she does the voice of like goofy oh <laughs> the dad was an idiot i mean he was bala <laughs> she was just so, so blah wasn't she she's just like oh my god i keep falling over and he's like you're so damaged you're so fragile you never wear makeup and she's like i know it, it's so good i i can't recommend it enough fucking hell but yeah. listen to the end of this episode and then go to that yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Can I just Link can I just clarify? I do not recommend Twilight. I recommend <laughs> no, I recommend please. Jackie Zabrowski from Page Seven. I I, I'd recommend having like Read a banging martini and then watching the Twilight films. It's not the worst thing you could do, right? I mean, it's not the, the best. worst thing. Fun Friday it's not night. The best you could vote. You could, <laughs> you vote. could. Like, vote and then do that. But you could do both. Yeah. 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 So we have a couple of listener emails to yeah. send in. Well, technically, just kind of. I mean, for me. My friend Victoria sent mm-hmm. me in a cute little lockdown story. Hang on, let me try and do her accent. 
I don't know if this is a good word. <laughs> she said, me and my boyfriend, Matt, decided to make a den out of bed sheets, pegs and pillows. It included fairy lights, battery candles, a laptop as a makeshift TV. We grabbed some snacks and watched Beauty and the Beast. It felt like being a kid in a safe little tent. Who knew it was the perfect antidote to feeling unsafe in a pandemic? Gosh. I had to clarify it wasn't the Emma Watson Beauty and the Beast. It was no. the original. Ah, okay, good. No, yeah, I mean. So, yeah, thank you, Victoria. I'm glad that nice. you and Matt are Aww. flourishing. <laughs> Sounded a bit bitter, but no, okay. No, no, I'm thrilled for them. <laughs> I'm just saying they're making the most out of it. Hells yeah, I love you guys. You've got to. Yeah. You've got, I mean. Yeah, or what, what else is going on with our Well, listeners? we got uh, from Scott, who's from East London. Having to work during COVID-19, because he's had to work right the way through. He's, so he's a security guard in an office. So it's an empty office Ooh. and he still has to keep it secure in, uh, in okay. London. But oh security guard slash facilities management. He said, there's definitely had a challenge. Just having to come into the city during peak lockdown was surreal. He said it was like a scene from 28 days later. Uh, work herself dead with no one but contractors in. Uh, but he said having a good podcast lined up was pretty vital for his sanity. Aww. That's quite sweet. Aww. You guys are healers. Um, meanwhile, his, We're key uh, workers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. Um, his Rest wife's been on furlough, uh, just starting to work from home again from the start of September. In that time, uh, she's started her own business selling yoga, yoga bolster and block covers. What? I'm just reading what it says. I don't know what that is. Heaven uh, sent us an angel. But if you need yoga bolster and block covers, uh, we can put you in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I know what it is. It's the little blocks that you use for oh, for, for covering. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes sense. So it would be like to keep it sanitary, sense. I guess, during... Yeah. Well, probably mid-COVID, especially if you're doing a class or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said he must admit he's not a massive reality or trashy TV kind of guy, <laughs> nor is he a cook. <laughs> but but it's after, me neither. I don't cook. But I, after, I deliver roo. Sorry, yeah. continue, continue. But after listening to the first Gourmet Garbage, I was hooked. It's just an easy listen podcast with two people who you can clearly tell have good chemistry. Oh. And he said it's become his midweek must while trying to fight the boredom of work. Scott got bless um he also said to hear josh and ellie's story and how they got together during lockdown is such a feel-good kind of story we all need at these tough times i wish these two all the best oh god what a fucking nice message they're on their way oh god bless sorry i'm an atheist why do i keep saying that scott that's so sweet thank you thank you so much and we've also got a message from maddie maddie tell us uh she said uh first sentence lockdown has been shite Why do people say this? Because for the majority of people, lockdown and not being able to see your friends and family you and can. leave the house is pretty rough. I've I'm like got weird family aliens. abroad. <laughs> no, but yeah, but yeah, you, but I mean, like totally I honest. like peak lockdown. I lived in a flat by myself. All my family is twelve thousand miles yeah, away. No, that's it was different. shit. That's all, no, you you had and to COVID. be fair. You don't get on with your so great <laughs> not great no but you know you you i i speak to them regularly and i i don't know that i just like having them on zoom <laughs> no not necessarily but. okay fair enough so maddie says so lockdown has been lockdown has been shite my boyfriend and i live in a one-bedroom flat in south london and have been working from home off our dining room table before the inverted commas alert phase uh we simply moved from bad screen at work to good screen laptop eight drank far too many gnts and slept for around 10 hours a day yes maddie but it's nice we're now able to go to socially distanced pubs r.i.p that luxury in the next few weeks yeah yeah exactly uh, however 
Thanks to my gourmet garbage pals, I've now watched every episode of Below Deck, Below Deck Med, and Below Deck Sailing Yacht. I haven't even got the Sailing Yacht yet. Skip Sailing Yacht, guys. I want to put it on while I'm working. Oh, I don't know. I think I'd skip that one. It's very toxic Um, and not in a cute way. My my reality TV rejecting boyfriend even got into it and often refers lovingly to Cappy Lee. Cappy Lee! Amazing. God damn it. It's also made me feel better about my terrible life choices as I watch the crew's drunk asses navigate their messy nights out. I ignore the parts where they get exercise and stay fit through the day job because I'm choosy (laughs) and can't be fucked doing exercise in 2020. Thank you, Gourmet Garbage, for making 2020 more bearable. Oh, Maddie. Oh, nice. Heartfelt. Yeah. How cute is oh. that? Thanks, guys. Thanks, Maddie and Scott and Victoria. Yeah. You guys are the cutest. It's nice to know we've got three listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that cab driver that follows us on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. What was it? Alan, the Arsenal loving no, black yeah. cab driver who follows us on Twitter. Yeah, thank you. Hope you're having a great week, Alan. <laughs> yeah. Stay safe. Yeah. Stay alert. Yeah. Control the virus. <laughs> Control the virus. Get, make sure you're home. Good. By 1001 because that's when the virus comes out. I was going to say, so yeah, what's, uh, there's been, you said there's been some reality TV developments you wanted to talk about. Well, just quick catch up on what's going on in the world of reality TV. Yeah. So let us play the world's tiniest fucking violin for the Kardashians ending. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think I might keep like, that one in because that's how I feel about it. I, I agree. Honestly. Oh my God. Like, literally. Suck. I, oh. I'm proud to say I've never watched a bit of it. I used to watch it. But I used, used to, to watch it, it, but it's so it is, uneventful and fucking it is, hollow. It's just boring. Like, it's none of boring. them. The fact yeah. is that none of them are funny. Like None Chloe, are, Chloe, Chloe is a bit yeah. funny. Kind of funny. Yeah, but she's they entertaining. Just, they just are so careful and guarded on what they say. Yeah. They have to be that it's just like, oh, who gives a but fuck? But also like they're just, they pretend yeah. to be really normal and uh, well-meaning. It's like, you know, yeah. like well, I None think of it, you it are did, like that. It did provide me with an amount of entertainment because every time I would go home to visit my parents, uh, my dad would be uh, effing and blinding because the Sky Plus box was full and I'd go on to look at it and it was all <laughs> my sister recording. The Kardashians. Oh, That's awesome. Good for you, Bailey. I love that. <laughs> I respect the hustle. But I, I mean, I I respect Kim Kardashian's um, bringing attention to prison reform. Yeah, no, actually, true. I because don't care fuck who all you people are, are doing that have, in the states. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you have a platform and that's what you're using with it, yeah, good for you. Brilliant. I'm speaking generally about the TV show itself being yeah pretty dull it but is. I, I do respect yeah what she's doing bringing attention to prison reform yeah. um do not like courtney kardashian constantly buying dogs and they seem to just disappear once oh. they are past the puppy stage oh interesting okay that's really? not that's not cool yeah she, okay doesn't like, she fake allergies as well like she kind of extends her you know nutritional i'm not sure she honestly kind of, yeah I, I don't know she's I, just trying to get the good claritin from the pharmacist <laughs> I just feel like every I I, I follow them on Instagram because I'm weak, but um, <laughs> like I'll see that she's got like a new puppy, and then I've kind of they all do this, and then this dog will just disappear, you know. Once yeah. it's past the puppy stage, I'm looking on, you know, I'm kind of, and if you look it up, there's articles about it, like where did this dog go? Where oh, did this fuck. dog go? It's like they're just getting these puppies and just giving them away once they're not cute. Don't anymore. love that. Does no, Kim Kardashian have that Pomeranian anymore? She has a Pomeranian called Sushi. I, I know. remember it because I watched the clip. My of two favorite. 
Caesar things. Milan, the dog trainer, coming yeah. in to train her Pomeranian. Caesar puppy. Milan. Caesar Milan. <laughs> but Caesar, Caesar the dog trainer trains like fucking pit bulls and stuff. He's good. He comes in to train this tiny Pomeranian, <laughs> and she's like, she's like, yeah, the, uh, sushi is just like always jumping on my fluffy slippers, and it's really <laughs> bugging me. And and so he's like, well, you can train sushi. Uh, you can train sushi to uh, do what you want and uh, stop jumping on your slippers. And she goes, I can train him. Oh my god, that's so cool. Sushi, get my phone. And he just didn't get it. <sighs> That was one good moment. So yeah, Kardashians is ending. R.I.P. to just really great. I mean, I miss the early Kardashians. The mom's funny. I think the mom is probably... Yeah, the early Kardashians was actually kind of funny. Yeah. When it was super scripted. Do you remember the dildo bit? What? No. Um, So Court... Was it... No, it was Chloe. No, Courtney, Kardashian hat. It was Scott. Yeah, Scott. Before they were married. They were never married. Well, when they were like seriously dating. right. Yeah. So I think it was just the beginning. And he kept asking for anal. And she was like... Like, no, he kept insisting. And then so Chloe was like, you should just buy a dildo and chase him around the house with it uh, to see how he likes it. And she just did that. Yeah. And he was running for his life. And he, I don't think <laughs> he was, asked for it again. <laughs> it was that was the end of the conversation. It was yeah. a good way to deal with it. It, was, yeah. it, could, it could backfire. Maybe he loves that. Well, yeah. I mean, he didn't seem to love it on camera, at least. But Yeah, it was very unguarded. I remember an episode where Kim drinks like everything in sight and throws up. And I was thinking, they wouldn't, they would never show that. Like Courtney realizing she was pregnant. Yeah, it's just all this kind of like gross, actual, like trashy, normal behavior. Yeah. What else is new? I mean, Paris Hilton's documentary. This is Paris. That is everywhere. Interesting. What is that? Josh and I watched it. You'll we have are, to watch it. Yeah, we're. I'm we, so conflicted. We're I, conflicted. We're. I mean, what I got from it is that there was a level of genuine heartfelt emotion there in what she's been through. She has been she, through a trauma. She, she comes across as quite a broken person in it. Yeah, genuinely, she really yeah. does. I, I'd give it a watch. See, it's, yeah. I mean, she suffered some childhood trauma, yeah. which was, you know, it, from the way the documentary came across, you do get an explanation as to her behavior. And the yeah. whole thing about this documentary is her saying, "I've been playing a character this whole time," yeah. and it does come across. Her voice is lower. She you know, completely her, changes. It changes. It's very Why interesting. Why is she doing this? I mean, the, it just kind of begs the well, question. She's just doesn't cultivated it? her sort of you know, character. And it's been wildly successful. Yeah, she's, you know, a massive success. Yeah. But um, it was an interesting doc. I won't spoil it. I'd say it's on YouTube. It's free. I just put it on while yeah. you're, I don't know. Brushing your teeth. Brushing your teeth. Yeah. Okay. Brush your tufts. Watch This Is Paris. I A part of us thinks this might be just like a vanity project and a way to further promote herself. But then the part of me that's an I optimist. I don't know. I don't want to I'm think 50-50. that. I'm 50-50. Yeah. It could be that. It could be sort of a vanity project, her trying to reinvent herself a little bit to stay relevant. That's that's the cynic in me. But the Same. other side of it is that actually she did have a story to tell in it that's quite heartfelt and, and, she does and quite emotional. Do, yeah. And she does want to do good. Yeah. Could be so both, it's it, you know. yeah so th- this is why I'm conflicted okay so I'd, I'd recommend giving it a watch might do while I'm doing my laundry yeah. nice I mean yeah. just like the next thing is everyone that's on the show Vanderpump Rules seems to be pregnant now <laughs> Brittany's pregnant something in the water Lala's pregnant Stassi's pregnant everyone all of the girls in that show are pregnant you guys haven't seen this yet no. Josh and I might be covering it very shortly but yeah everyone seems to be pregnant there was a very poorly timed gender reveal on Instagram um, that just oh. came out the other day and it was like can we enough with the gender reveals let's just wait till California and Arizona aren't burning anymore yeah let's wait for the <laughs> fires then, to go out then and then you can start fucking napalming yeah. the state are we 
surprised though. With no. glitter. No, we're not enough. surprised. Yeah. I mean, what else is going on really? A lot of Bravo news. Teddy Mellencamp from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was fired for being too boring. Who's he? Is he the host? Teddy Mellencamp. She is what she is. Even I know I love this. So Celia, I mean, you, you're not like, you, you like reality TV. But yeah, like, I like some of it. Like, you know, I'll you're watch not the quite cl- as no. extensive as we might no, be. No, no, no. I watch Daddy the classics. Malincap, is that the host? Who's he? No, I watch the classics, but I'm not, I don't know the ins and outs. Like I watched Love is Blind. I love Love Island. So you're, yeah, you're oh. into the, uh, we, I, I think Josh and I made a pact quite early on that we're not going to discuss Love Island. Oh, you say that. You yes. say that until we you. We do say it and we will stick to it. <laughs> no, I, but I when, when, Celia. no, it's, it's horrifying, but I just if, don't have any interest in covering it. Oh. It destroys my soul. Maybe Celia could host a guest, no, a guest no, episode I think when I could. we're away. Actually, that is a good idea. You could lit- you I could, could you could host the Lovers. What is it? Love Island. Lovers Island. Love is land. Love is island. But you could literally host the Love Island one and just I talk, mind. talk to us about it yeah. while we sit there and get we'll drunk. Go, I would Ooh. love. Yeah, I could oh. be an educator. <gasps> <laughs> because you've you've got these brain dead people and then a hysterical Scottish host and you just it's such a treat. By hysterical Scottish host, are you talking about the guy that does like come dine with me, um, like banter in the background that makes it's come dine with me your... style banter. I don't think he's. We're talking about. I forget his name. It's I Ian don't know something, if it's, isn't it? It's Ian. I it's just, the same guy. I don't no, know if it's no, guy. it's not the same guy. Oh but he's, he's guy that, but he is he is similar and I don't think he's funny. hilarious. What the guy that does the background um, uh. jabber behind come dine with me i love that guy are you joking oh my god he makes me why are we friends that he makes me irrationally furious that he's like well looks like someone's meal is gonna be a bit overcooked it's like go fuck no but he doesn't say that he literally points out because these people that doesn't look like spinach roger (laughs) no he doesn't need to point it out we know that these guys are weird no but no but he does funny twists on these absolutely clueless there was someone who kept saying stirloin instead of sirloin (laughs) (laughs) ian sterling that's his name ian sterling (laughs) but he just kept he was he had no mercy he just kept rubbing it in her face and she looked like an idiot and she just kept saying sterloin over and over i think i've just realized it's hysterical i I think i've just realized what puts me off british reality shows compared to american ones is the fucking narration the narration is the best it's part. the forcing what's funny about it down your throat. No. Like, we get it. You don't need to tell us. You no, don't need to it's... clarify. Oh, I disagree. Like, no, but this is the cornerstone of British comedy there's and humor. Like, there's the whole, this is funny and I'm going to explain to you why exactly. thing in British yeah. comedy. Like Little Britain and the whole Matt Lucas. I, I just, Little Britain is what? two series of the same sketches in every episode. Like it's the same thing every time. Okay, this is where we depart okay. because Celia's getting an Uber. <laughs> I'm leaving now. Celia, thanks for coming. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I just, I don't like being explained. Why th- this is why I don't like reggae. I don't want to be told how to feel. I don't want to be told what to do. Sorry. God, this is, yeah, it's coming out strong. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to find, I'm going to find some good, I come dine with me. I Cecilia yeah. to guest love Island. a Love Island and come dine with me I will. episode next season. Will you do that? I, I would love no, to. We have, really, we have no British shows in our schedule. Oh, you, what? You're missing the best part. All right, so season two, Celia guest host, <laughs> two episodes, Love Island, come dine with me. I'm going to throw Done. everything into it. 
I love it. You're you will see what you it's like Nando's. It's Nando's you, sucks. No, it oh can you imagine if I get like a, a black card because of this, just promoting Nando's. It, well, it really Nando's is. Okay, I'm sorry, can I just say Nando's if you're listening, you have the you <laughs> sorry, have your, Holly's <laughs> tripping over my <laughs> headphone table. <laughs> Nando's, if you're listening, the you have the biggest Nando's fan next to me. Personally, yeah. I don't get it. I think you're dry and overseas. Nando's, if you're listening, could you just try and make your chicken a little moister? Okay, but let me just say Celia here loves Nando's. It doesn't need any moistening. It's it, oh, the it, sauces, yeah. the halloumi, the wraps, the, I, I, yeah, the chips. I once, I tried <laughs> I to work there and I, I got rejected. You tried to get a job at Nando's. I did try to get a job at Nando's because it was my dream. And, and you were rejected I, from yeah, Nando's. I was. I was penniless. But I love the comparison saying British comedy is like Nando. Yeah, it that's is. Not, you're not selling And the bake-off. They, they, you just don't buy into it. But there's oh, the bake-off, there's bake Nando's. so pander. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just turning into a negative Nancy here. I, again, I'm going to find you I mean, I can tell why we're together because I, I hate all this as well. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, okay, I'm going to do my homework and I'm going to give you a piece of the Bake Off, mm-hmm. Love Island, okay. and what was the other one? Come Down With Me. There are other British shows, Brit- British reality shows. I want to do Don't Tell the Bride. I've not seen it. There are very popular British reality shows right now that we're not super up to date with because we're more um, Bravo kind of American audience Bravo people. and TLC, yeah. See, I'm the opposite. And okay, I, so this is perfect. Yeah. So you can give us a quick rundown of I a will. couple of things at some point. Uh, deputy editor in charge of British. Hey, I'm down. Honestly, <laughs> I just need to be pretty drunk. I'm up for, for it. it. I need to. <laughs> need... We'll do many more of these delicious orange martinis. Yeah, Josh oh and I took God, a. They're we good. took a martini making masterclass, <sighs> and now we're just knocking these out. Yeah. I still. I'm just looking at it through the corner of my eye. Oh, another one. Oh, another one is coming. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that was. I mean, relatively unstructured and a good bonus yeah. chat. I, I think. Mean, who it, knows how that sounds? I mean, whatever. We'll see. It yeah. was nice to have a bit of a break from the exactly. structure and from the cooking, and just to have a normal chat, which I think yeah. we'll do every couple of episodes yeah, I now. So. I think just so. a bonus chat with a friend and you know thanks for having me because this is what the podcast is about it's about talking about kind of nothing nothing and everything nothing and everything oh silly the real reality tv (laughs) were the friends we made along the way oh look at you so guys if you want to check out our instagram we're at gourmet garbage podcast so you can look for photos updates all our recipes are going to be on there we might post some of the stuff from our tapas this evening because it was very tasty and we don't want you guys to miss out on that yeah uh if you want to see what gifts i love this week uh on twitter it's at gg the podcast and please email us in with show recommendations. We have a never-ending schedule yeah. at the moment, and we're open to any TV shows, even British ones. Celia we're, can kind of take yeah. the lead on that. So, <laughs> oh, and also listener stories, like the ones yeah. we just read out. Anything you want. It can be about lockdown. It can be about dating. It can be about whatever you want. Just something that you kind of want to hear on the As podcast. As we used to say on Bebo, we're down for whatever. <laughs> It's hello at gourmetgarbagethepodcast.com. And at that website, gourmetgarbagethepodcast.com, is all the recipes and uh, a link to contact us, as well as links to everywhere you can hear the podcast and updates. We're now on Amazon Music and Audible, just another place to listen to us. Awesome. And thank you for joining us, C. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. It's been really fun. Let's go get another martini. Yeah, let's get one one more martini and then bedtime. Uh, But we'll be back with a standard episode on Wednesday. Yes, we will be back. No more delays, we promise. (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys.